Welcome back to Thoughts of the Roundtable for a part two that we didn't know we needed until we realized we needed it. So Yeah, we do. We do. So vacation special part two. And this time we're focusing all about Paul. Well, I want to hear a little bit about you too, but I think the first thing I need to talk about is my famed first Airbnb experience. Yes, please. The moment now, I've, I've heard a lot about bad things about Airbnbs, but, mm-hmm. you know, it was, uh, let me recap. So mm-hmm. we were going to... Me and the wife decided to do this kind of like uh, national park trip. Okay. And uh, we so we started in Salt Lake City. Okay. And we were going to drive to um, San Francisco and go to Zion and uh, you, uh, Zion and Yosemite along the way, mm-hmm. and then a little stop in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so we do that. And so our first it was, and we were only going to be in the in Salt Lake City for two nights. So we're like, yeah. well, let's just get an Airbnb. You know, neither of us have done it before, so so we do it. And let me tell you, the first, <laughs> so I should have known, well, I shouldn't, I didn't know this was going to happen, but I guess looking back, I should have. So I booked the first Airbnb after mm-hmm. their credit card, you know, Salt Lake City, no problem. So then I book another Airbnb, Airbnb in San Francisco. You just rip ass. No, that was the truck outside, I swear. I was like, damn. <laughs> I thought you just ripped it in the middle uh, of I've been known to bomb your bathroom a few times. I've been hashtag oh, guilty, yeah. but... No, I'm so, listening. My eyes are on you. So, um, I like five minutes later, we already knew the Airbnbs we wanted. Mm-hmm. So back to back, I just was booking them. Yeah. And so I go to book the one, and we get one in San Francisco, and it wouldn't go through. Wouldn't go oh. through. Wouldn't go through. So I keep trying. Yeah. Like something's wrong. So I look at my credit card, and all of a sudden I have like thousands of dollars charged because <gasps> I charged it. No. Are you kidding? And so I was like. I was like, what the hell is going on? So I called Airbnb right away. And I was like, something happened with their site where like charged me like a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, on our end, it looks like canceled payments. She goes, the first one went through. but the, And the lady was real nice at yeah. customer service and Airbnb. She's like, the first one went through, but the other one looked just like canceled payments. And like, we don't know what's going on. So like on our end, it's oh. not working. So like, call your bank. Yeah. So I called, I called my bank. And apparently, buying an Airbnb, one Airbnb, and then another one in another state, like Triggers. ten minutes later, triggered my card to just immediately turn off because oh. it thought it was fraud. So it kept charging that over and over. So the I should have known from the beginning this is gonna be like yeah. this. So it, I got that all figured out. I'd call the bank, say, hey, this is book the one in San Francisco. Yeah. So we get to the wait real quick. I've done like I think ten or eleven trips this year, uh-huh. and I've gotten no calls from my credit card company like i didn't tell him i went to vegas didn't tell him i was in you know a few states mm-hmm. over did i'm surprised i really thought they were gonna call me and be like hey girl like spending a lot of cash in vegas is that you, is that you? <laughs> but no no calls anyway back to you so uh first off we get to the airport first yeah. of all i hate flying like i i, I really hate you because I, listen you go first and i'll say okay yeah. i actually enjoy physically flying. It's oh, really? Fun, it's fun to fly in planes. I really okay, don't mind. Well, I, that part does... I don't like being cramped. I was going to say. like that. The flying industry, like, and no offense to our, anyone who out there who is part of that, unless you're a corporate guy, and yes, this is directed at you, it's designed to squeeze as much money as they can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that includes squeezing us like, like sardines. Like even these budget airlines, if you fly yeah. naked, you can get away with no fleas. Well, and the worst part was on my way back, like, so it was... Did you have a connection coming from? I did from? Spirit. No. I, you know what? When you do a cheap airline, you cannot do connections, dude. You just, you'll miss them. That's yeah. the whole thing. So I don't mind it. Like, a flight back was delayed by two or three hours. That was okay. Damn. Like, whatever. For what reasons? I, I don't know. The plane wanted a, a, a coffee break. I really don't know, but... 
Um, here's what I'm frustrated with. I have two carry-ons, because you're allowed two carry-ons. One lady goes, oh, no, you can't bring that second one on here. I'm like, why? Like, what? And she's like, no, just one. So I had to shove everything into one. And then I get on there, Paul. I kid you not. I get on the plane. There's so much open room. Like, everyone's What did you do with your other bag? I, I just had to absolve it into my other bag. So, like, my... Are you serious? Yeah, it was huge. It, like, it was about to freaking burst. I was like, this is a safety hazard. So, and, what, you had, like, a backpack and then an overhead? Like, a backpack and a small duffel. And I had to put everything in my small duffel into my backpack, which was just bursting at the seams to appease this lady. I and hate I, when they, uh, they act I'm like, like there's... But, like, they, Paul, Paul but they has ask, so much room. When they act like there's no... The meeting that you get on the plane, they're like, there's no overhead compartment. It's like, fuck it all this! Look at what up. is with that? Like, I'm like, I don't understand why they do that. If I had gotten there to find out, like, here's the thing, too. Like, my duffel bag was so small. If they had been like, listen, dude, you can't put that up there, I would have had it in my lap. It was that. You could it fit, was, yeah, it you was could that fit small. fucking bodies up in the top. There's it so was like room. the Barbie little duffel oh, bag. It the, was small. And, the, like, she's like, oh, my. And, she thought I was bringing a bomb onto that plane, Paul. She was like, oh, my Lord. How could you? And I'm like, dude, I'm allowed to. Couple funny things yes, about that. First of all, the overhead thing. Yes. So this is a, a couple months later. Just last week, I was in Arizona, flying to mm-hmm. Arizona, and and I'll pop back in a minute. But I love talking about airline stories. Yeah, this is, this great. is this great. Lady, for some reason, had this art that was like art. Uh, it was like a post, like a canvas. It looked like a frame. It was something framed. Oh no! Don't bring and that. And so sit, sitting here, sitting okay. here, like you're, you know, just straight, like you're. Okay. Yeah. So that was the poor person in the middle. This lady gets up, like everyone is ready to go. The plane's about, and suddenly this lady has art she's got to put up in the freaking top. So she opens it. This old lady is like, this. Oh no! And the person's just like, all right. And she's, and then she's like, can't get <laughs> can't this art. Because this, well, the stupid thing is, it's curved. I mean, yeah. it's curved. Yeah. And she, it's flat. And she won't, like, and then she's like, closing. Oh my God, I didn't tell you someone got kicked off our plane. Really? Oh my For God. What? How did I not mention this in the previous episode? I'm so stupid. So you know how I just told you? Um, first of all, I can't believe she tried to fit the canvas in there. She's just stupid. And the, the best part is, after all that, she just gave up and <laughs> held it in her lap. <laughs> She's like, this original Van Gogh won't fit up here. <laughs> She's like, not my Jackson Pollock. Like, just casually laying around. Monet, Mono. <laughs> <laughs> Where would I put this original Georgia O'Keeffe? <laughs> I cannot believe I forgot to tell you this. So you know how I told you, plane was three hours delayed. Yeah. Okay, so we're unfortunately already at the the, the uh, airport. So we're like, we're just going to have to stay here at the airport. Thankfully, you know, I can work on my phone. I was like handling business things, whatever. I go up to ask the lady, because here's the thing. It said, well, estimated 1.30 arrival. I'm like, estimated? 1 a.m. A. or No, no, p.m. Okay. It's like, estimated? Like, that's just weird. Like, that's kind of like when you like try and commit. Well, I get that because they can't nail it down. Well, I, I, like, it's like when you like a friend's like, do you want to do this? And you're like, ah, oh, maybe. It's kind of like that equivalent. And like, Wait, you're why like, do they give you an estimated arrival? Of the plane to when we were Oh, to Vegas. Yeah. No, no, to Cleveland. Oh, okay. Well, that's weird. So, I get up there, and in front of me... Can I guess what it was? Someone got hammered. I have no clue. I really don't know why the plane was late. No, no. Kickoff. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think so. You'll, but you'll, you'll, you'll be able to piece this together. So, I go up to the person who's checking the tickets. I don't know if they're a flight steward or just like a... gate agents? Oh, yeah. We'll use that. The gate agent. We'll call her Melinda. And Melinda is just doing her job. Melinda has been hired by Spirit to address things and help people board the plane. So Melinda doesn't care, right? So this lady just storms up and goes, I've been sitting here with my child and my dog for hours. Where is the plane? Where is the Wait, plane? Wait, is the plane not at plane's the gate not yet? The plane's not oh, there. Oh, so they're waiting on the delivery waiting, of the yeah, plane. we're waiting on the plane. Okay. 
Um, and Lena goes, well, well I that mean, makes sense. She's like, well, the plane's in the sky. Where is the plane? It was like a like Liam like a Liam Neeson moment. Like, where is the plane? <laughs> and I'm like, the plane's not like on vacation. Like, who, who, like it's. I mean, at least, it's, at least it's on the way. Yeah, it's on the way. So the, I have to say, this Melinda, the flight agent gate. She had such good composure. Like this was clearly her not. This was not her first rodeo. Because oh, I doubt it. She was just like, mm, I'm sorry, ma'am. Like we can give you a fifty dollar gift card. And lady's like, fifty dollar gift card is not worth it. And meanwhile, I looked up. She's holding on to her dog. It's one of those dogs where like, like let me have my dog like, on yip, my yip, plane. Yip, 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 yip. One of those little tiny no, it's, tiny it, ones. Honestly, the dog looked like it was like half dead. Like it was just kind of. <laughs> but here's what made it look that way. Living it only that had, way, wouldn't you? Well, it only had three legs. Oh. So I know, and, and I, it's not it's not a thing that I would normally like mention per se, but you'll you'll see why. So, ladies, like this is ridiculous. Like if the plane's not here at one thirty, I'm gonna have to call the CEO of Spirit, and, and Melinda's like, okay, okay. like have fun. you do you. And babe. I just I hate when people yell at people who like. She oh, I would never no, be a gate agent. She has no, no. Granted, I've run into some asshole gate agents, mm-hmm. but they probably deal with so no, and much. I, I am a firm believer of you never yell at someone whose fault it's definitely not is. Like, don't yell in general, but like, it's not like Melinda the agent is like, oh, I'm sneaking the plane well, out of here. The only time I ever got legitimately mad at a gate agent was when they wouldn't tell me which gate my connecting flight was at. Because it wasn't on the leaderboard. Oh, it was, Lord. And she goes, I don't know. I'm like, well, it's not up there. She goes, She's like, like well, I don't. Ca- it's like, I don't can know, you chief. help me here? <laughs> like, like you got a, job? you got a computer, anyways. So, this lady with her kid and her dog, she just turns and like, just like, does that like mumbly angry. She's dragging this three-legged dog. Oh, is that in a kennel? It's just no. It's just like this dog can't keep up with her. So like, the dog's being dragged behind her. So finally, I asked the agent, you know, and you know that thing when like someone's been a dick to the retailer or just yeah. you know, and so you have to be extra sweet. So I'm like. Hi, like, just want to check in as 1.30, kind of the time we're looking at. Thanks so much. Oh, my God, have a great day. <laughs> Love your scarf. It's so good on you. You know, you have to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, they were especially a dick, so you kind of have to especially yeah. be nice. So, finally, 1.30 rolls around. I, we get boarded. This is after my one bed. Oh, wait, this is on your way to Vegas. No, this way back to Cleveland. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I wasn't really concerned that we were running late. So I get sat next to this lady, and she's from Cleveland, I think, and Wait, I, you get next to this lady on the plane? She's, like, to my right. Like, I'm on the aisle, and she's on the aisle on either side. Okay. And what I, luck. whoever she is, she... No, not not the same lady. This is a different lady. Okay. So we'll call her... Um, she kind of had, like, an Eastern European vibe. We'll call her uh, Gretzel. Okay. So Gretzel was just, like, here for gossip, and I loved it. She's like, did you see that lady earlier? I was like, I was right behind her. Like, <laughs> she, like, dragged her dog across the, the terminal. <laughs> So that thing's only go at seventy five percent speed, mm-hmm. and there was like some other gossip because oh there was like an open row, but like this spirit employee was like sitting in the open row by himself, and she's like, I mean I get that they protect their own, but like I would have loved to stretch my legs. And don't worry, Gretzel stretched her legs. She she and her we, we were both like the people who like put their legs out like in the, the aisle, aisle a little bit. Best. Oh I know. So here's the part: we're getting ready to take off, and the captain comes up and goes. Psh. Um, we're gonna have to go back to the uh, the gate. We have to uh, take someone off the plane, and I'm like, and at this point, like I had my headphones in. I was watching Black Mirror, and I'm just like, what's happening now? And Gretzel fills me in. Girl had the dish. She goes, well, I think it's the lady. There was a lady who was screaming. And I'm like, screaming? What do you mean? She's like, yeah, there was a lady up front screaming. So we get back to the gate. And I see, you know, I love when the stewards like have to act tough, and like all of a sudden, like yeah. they're like they're yeah. chest heavy and like, yeah. mm, like it's like okay, you know, Laura, you know, you know? yeah, <laughs> like Linda, sweetie. 
Or, you know, when they're like, would you like some peanuts? And then they're like, listen! Have you noticed, by the way, they always have that one stupid jacked flight attendant? Oh, like the dude really do. Who's like got the really tight shirt on, you know? If I ever do you a TV... want some coffee? <laughs> if yes. I ever do a TV show about stewardesses, here's the four types of stewardesses. Obviously the gay steward, who's like, can I plump your pillow? Oh my gosh. And then you have like Linda, who doesn't want to be there, and Linda's like, would you like water? And you got buff, dude, because you got like, <laughs> hey, I'm Danny, a part-time bodybuilder. Uh, here's my Instagram handle. Yeah. Uh, follow me. And then you got You're like the ancient ass one. Like, <laughs> I was the, gonna say the one that like, there's like the you, angel, you hit, like there's you like hit turbulence and she just goes to dust. Like, and just, <laughs> Would you like a hot chow? And you're like, what? You know what one I'm talking about? There's always that one that's like 90 years old. Yeah. So up ahead, this flight attendant, I can you can just hear like she does that thing where she's like, um, ma'am, uh, I'm gonna need you to like get off the plane. And you're like, and the whole plane's silent. The whole plane's just like leaning forward, like, what'd you say? And then you can kind of hear, like, they're getting into it. Finally, I don't, I can't see anything at this point, but finally I hear the flight attendant go, if you don't get off this plane, ma'am, I will remove you from this plane. What the hell? Do you know how hard it is to get kicked off of a plane, how? actually? But like, what did she do? Do you ever find out? Well, I, Gretzel came through, I'll tell you that. So, lady stands up. It's the same lady who yelled at Melinda, the agent, who I was with behind. The, the three-legged with three-legged dog? And she walked her kid and the three-legged dog, you know, slid behind her as she left the plane. And Gretzel, next to me, does a whole round of applause saying the, the plane just like... The whole plane like, Yes! Are you serious? Because at this point, Paul, it's like 2.30. <laughs> it's like we were supposed to be home already. You yeah. know what I mean? So Gretzel turns to... the, the You remember how I told you there was this, the Spirit Airline employee yeah. was behind us with the open row of seats. And Gretzel's yeah. like, oh, I want to sit in the open row. So Gretzel turns to the guy and she goes, do you know what happened? He goes, oh, I know what happened. And meanwhile, me, like, I'm like, pause the headphones, like, <laughs> yeah. like turn off the phone, like, I want to throw the AirPods like, down the aisle. <laughs> he goes, apparently her kid just kept kicking seats in front of him and the dog was like out of control and she wasn't even trying to control the situation. And so some woman was like, listen, like, you need to like control the situation. And she goes, um, she threatened the lady. Apparently she like threatened the lady who complained. And Are you serious? Yeah, and apparently the threat was so like it's one of those things where they're like, well, you can't threaten someone's life, so we're gonna turn around and kick you off the plane. But how? I mean, she's been waiting there all day. I, I feel bad for her, but like, dude, now you have to wait even longer because you you got kicked off the plane. I never seen anybody kicked off the plane, and I promise I'm gonna get to this Airbnb thing. Mm. But oh my god, we really that. derailed. I promise I'm so I get sorry. That. But I'll, I, I hope do, it was I, worth it. I, I hope I, the story was worth it. It is. Okay, good. I do have to tell you this. I can't though. believe I I've never seen anybody get kicked off the plane, mm-hmm. but I've had two instances where I thought it might happen. Mm-hmm. One was when they were middle of the air. I was flying from uh, San Diego to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And we were mid-flight, and this guy in the emergency row was, like, laying on the guy next to him. He's, like, mm-hmm. in the window seat. And, he's like, and he kept the guy in the window seat. I thought they were, like, maybe a couple or something. Yeah. Or t- but also Very like, 2019 yeah. of you. But the guy, like, pushed him off. And it was okay. an older guy. And so I, I eventually started to realize that they had no idea who each other were. Like, yeah. They were, did not know and so the guy, the stewardess noticed this, and the guy had fallen asleep against the window, and he held his, he had his feet. This wasn't mm. a full flight, rare. Yeah. So the seat in front of him was empty, so he had his feet on the seat. Oh god. And so the stewardess comes by and says, "Hey, could you put your seat feet down?" No response. Sir, could you put your feet down? No response. This dude is passed out. Yeah. He was ham- so hammered he was unconscious. <laughs> and so eventually they shake him awake, and they're like, "Sir, I need to see your ticket." 
And so he just takes the in-flight magazine and just starts ripping pages out and, like, handing it to her. Whoa, and so, and so then he just, like, while talking to her, he just passes out again and gets the window. And so the guy in the middle seat's like, yeah, I had no idea who this, who the hell this guy was. Mm-hmm. And so then another stewardess comes over and is like, sir, like, shaking on. And this time, they could not arrive. Like, he was gone. He yeah. was gone. And I was like... And so it got. This guy was so unconscious from. It, mind yeah. you, the flight left at eight thirty a.m. Oh my god! On what day? <laughs> on like a Tuesday. Oh my god! And so they literally were putting their hands on his chest in front of his nose to see if he was breathing. He was so. Can out you of imagine it. if someone died on a plane? I, thought, like I honestly thought that when they started, oh. they 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 legitimately started checking his pulse. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just saw a guy die in front of me, and like this guy had to have been like thirty. And so they eventually got him and just dragged him to the front of the plane and sat him in an empty seat so they could keep an eye on him. The other one was this, this little low, poor old guy. Um, we were flying to back from San Francisco. Yeah. And there was we were loading the plane. There was like a lunchbox looking thing okay. on this on the seat that I was like supposed to be in. Yeah. So I like moved it over to the aisle seat. And I didn't think it because people were like still you know putting their stuff all over the plane. Someone just. Forgot their bag here. They're putting every, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anything of it. It was just looking like a lunchbox. And so I sit down in, in the middle seat, and my office is to the right of me, and this little old guy was like, um, he comes up, he goes, is this your bag? And he's like, no. And he goes, huh, okay. So he takes the bag and puts it in the overhead and sits okay. down. Okay, reasonable. And it just starts ringing. The bag just starts oh. ringing like a phone. No. And we're like, oh. No, I don't like And that. so it starts ringing. And so the stewardess comes over, and she goes, was there a lunch bag here? And the guy's like, yeah, I put it in the overhead thing. She's like, oh, I was calling it because I couldn't find it. Oh, my God. And, and you know, it's just a normal interaction. Because the plane hadn't even... And people were literally still getting on. Yeah. And so it was just a lady's lunchbox that she had in the plane. Yeah. But the problem starts. And the guy, not meaning yeah. anything. He was didn't care. He was, fine. he was trying to joke around. He goes, oh, I thought it was a bomb. No! And the look on this oh lady's Lord. face was just like, God damn it, you said the one word you cannot say. So what they do to him? Well, she you could see the look on her face, because the guy was just clearly just trying yeah. to be really funny. And he could see her like think, I could see the gears going here, like, oh God, do I gotta get this guy off the plane? Oh my God. And she goes, no sir, it wasn't a suspicious package. And she says it like that, like... Don't please don't say I'm not gonna do anything, but please like oh my don't God. say that. He goes, Yeah, he goes, I just thought it was a bomb. And she looks, she's like, No, sir, it is not a, a suspicious, suspicious package. package. And he's like, Okay. And then she walks away. God. Like you can tell she goes, I really don't want to kick this dude no. off. Well, all the paperwork, the hassle. Yeah, and, and he was clearly just yeah. you know, so the name of my next my uh <laughs> my next expose about myself will be suspicious package. <laughs> uh so um so anyways, going that was the biggest okay, detour so, ever. So we, long story short, we're Paul flying is to, getting... Uh, flying to Salt Lake City. Yes, flying okay. to Salt Lake City. You have the two Airbnbs. Yeah. You put them both the on the credit card. The reason we got on this is because the flights there were fun. Yeah. So the first one was delayed for whatever freaking reason. I know. Every flight that ever leaves Cleveland is freaking delayed. It, you know what it is? I think it comes down to, like, they don't have as many planes well, plus as they advertise. I, I fly, <laughs> they're like, uh-oh. Like, I was flying United. United is the worst. Oh, dude. So anyways, I flew Spirit, which is just as bad. They're we, all bad. We get to... Uh, we had a connection in Denver. Because God forbid I ever go anywhere without having a freaking connection in Denver. Yeah. I've been to Denver 13,000 times. Just I visited for the once. <laughs> and so 
We get there and... Does it count if you visit someplace if you only were in the airport? No. I don't think so either. I just want to put that on the same page. Okay. If you have like a 10-hour labor and 10-hour labor... And you get out and see... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyways, so we we get there and our plane... It's a beautiful day and we all load on the plane to go to Salt Lake City. I just want to be there because I I hate being cramped and everything. Yeah. Connections, whatever. And I actually... I thought we were going to miss this one because the first one was delayed. Oh, God. And so we get there and we thankfully get on the plane... Also, we're sitting on the tar. Everyone's loaded. We're sitting there, sitting there, sitting oh, there. God. That's, and she, and, that's the worst. And, I'd rather sit and, in and the terminal. To the, yeah, to the long time, we we're like, okay, something's something happened. And so, sure enough, they come up. And she goes, "If you noticed, we've been sitting at the gate for a little, uh, for our extended time. That's because the pilot is currently missing." In and everyone's like, "What do you mean the pilot is missing?" And she goes, "We cannot find the pilot that was supposed to be on this flight. He just we can't find him." So what do they do? They just and call so like, and they're like, "We're gonna try stuff? to find." What what I found out later is that uh, airports, um, good airlines, okay, um, will have uh, backup pilots literally in the terminal. That's smart. And so like, if something happens or someone's sick, they can say, "Hey, you got to go fly." This. Can you imagine if they're like, "Listen, we're gonna pay you fifty bucks for like you just sit there for like." Eight or ten hours, mm-hmm. and if we need you, then great, we'll pay you at that mm-hmm. rate. But like, just sit there and mm-hmm. have a cup of coffee, right? Just read, you literally just hang out all day. Read Oprah. That's what air marshals do too, because air marshals will sit in terminals until they get called. <sighs> and but anyways, that's nice. So they they're like, yeah, we can't find the pilot. So eventually, they didn't find the pilot. They, they just got a up. new one. Yeah. Which is like, what happened to the first one? Anyways. Yeah. So we're pulling he, away. He was finding suspicious packages. We're finally, <laughs> we're finally pulling away from the gate. Okay. We hear this thing oh, stops. no. And all of a sudden he goes, well, there's going to be a little delay. Because you know that thing that pushes the plane back? It's yeah. a little car yeah. that pushes the plane back. Uh-huh. The pilot broke it. How? <laughs> he broke, He, I guess, I don't know how, but from what they had said, he tried to gun it when it wasn't unclamped. Oh, and he no. just broke the thing that held the plane. So the um, thing was literally attached to the plane and they couldn't He's not the substitute. He's yeah. clearly like and the trainee. And he's like, yeah, he goes, so I... Uh, I, I broke it, so you know we're gonna have to wait. So we had to wait for that. Eventually, we get to Salt Lake City. The best part is mind, we probably could have driven quicker. Mind you, some pilots I like when they have tact. Mm-hmm. Uh, going off story again, but I don't care. We were flying. I was flying back from, or flying to Arizona rather, and it was a pretty bumpy ride. You know, you expect turbulence. It wasn't any. Yeah. It didn't bother me at all. I was like, yeah. oh, it's just kind of bumpy. It wasn't like I'm about to die turbulence. It didn't bother me. Until the pilot came on and goes, if you notice, we've have been having some turbulence, but I can't figure out why. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Well, that like, just helps like, my confidence. Well, now I'm worried about it. Like when it was just normal turbulence, I was like, I did literally no thought in my mind. Can you imagine if he was like, so we're gonna have um quizzes and everyone's gonna give me a reason why they <laughs> but, think, because, and we're gonna see yeah, what happens. But he goes, I can't figure out where the turbulence is coming from, and everyone was just like. Wait, what? My question is, isn't <laughs> turbulence like a one thing issue? It's like, oh, the turbulence, like turbulence is, it's just windy and we're yeah. not, we're like, just going pockets. the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Like a mysterious, like what is this? A Stephen King novel? Yeah. Like there's a mysterious <laughs> turbulence? Like So airport experience done. Okay. All right. So we, finally back to the B&B. We get to the Airbnb. Airbnb. Really you waited this whole rest, time. The rest of my vacation wasn't as, as funny. But so we, we, had get, some, we had some really good airport stories. My, my first Airbnb experience. So I get to this. It's this little shack, kind mm-hmm. of. And it's this, basically it's a dude's basement. Yeah. It has two entrances to the house. One to like the normal house and one to the basement. Mm-hmm. So really never have to cross paths. And so the Airbnb is actually quite nice. Like the mm-hmm. basement was, it was exactly what it looked like. So yeah. I was like, huh. It's finished. Yeah. <laughs> I actually looked like, hell yeah, this ain't bad. So yeah. I was pretty happy about it. So it was a Friday night. Mm-hmm. 
And the weird thing was, is the guy was sitting at his kitchen table. So he like made eye, awkward eye contact as he went to this dude's basement. You're like, Airbnb is so freaking weird. You just yeah. walk into people's houses and sleep there. Anyways, it's like it's. But here's my thing. Like, I think it's cool. But like, I, why would you want to be home? Like. Right? Like, wouldn't it just be weird to be like, oh, hi, we're from Cleveland. We're just going to chill in your basement. You know, no. Well, just don't murder us. Thanks a lot. I'm kind of a a social guy. I am too. And so um, it gets to be about 9, 10 o'clock. I can't sleep because I had slept on a plant, whatever. You know, I was kind of awake. And all of a sudden, I see her friends come over. A couple of friends come over. And then a couple more. He had about maybe like 10 people upstairs. And you could hear them. You could hear the cans click. It's Friday night. Yeah. Cans click, people drinking, everything. I turned to Kate and was like, I kind of want to go up there. <laughs> I was like, I just want to join the party. Like, I wasn't pissed at all. Because it's, yeah. like, it's a Friday night. It's a dude's house. Yeah. I don't care. I should expect that. Yeah. But to me, I was more like, I was like, I kind of want to go up there. Did like, you? Just, I, I got about to the top of the staircase. And then you hear him say, fucking hate these people in my basement. Like, well, well, no, I, I, I saw the clientele that was up there oh. and it was like 90 year olds. I was like, what? Uh, Why? They, who knows? So I was like, you know what? You almost busted on like an elderly orgy. Like, oh. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. But I was like this close to, to going up there. Can you imagine though if like you actually had a complaint and he's like, listen, dude, if you read my B&B, it said that on Fridays I have social activities with old people. Okay. So don't complain. But I want to compare that to the next hotel. And okay. I, I know that's not the biggest, biggest story of the Airbnb, but compared to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So it was weird that I had to like take out the trash and this guy, okay. The one thing that really concerned me about this Airbnb mm-hmm. is the really fucking weird outlets this place had. They were just like weird sticking out of the wall and had like. Okay, like, that's not weird. That's just not safe. Yeah, <laughs> that's what and that the is. shower was like uh, just a cur- in the corner. Like it wasn't like a, a tub shower. It was just like in there was a curtains nailed to the wall. Oh my god! In the corner, and you just had to bathe in this corner of this bathroom. It's and so sound prime. And so. We moved. No, that was Salt Lake City. Oh my God, that was all. I thought that was the San Francisco one. And oh, that was the the one thing where I was like, I don't know about all these crazy Salt Lakes. Because did you get to see the Salt Lake though? Yeah. Was it salty? It was very salty. But Salt Lake City, let me tell you, there's some weird people in that town. I am not surprised. And we walked by. The, we went to the biggest Mormon church. Oh yeah. I got. Yeah. I got. And you got in trouble because didn't you yell like? Well, there was a wedding going wives? on. And I was yeah. like, I wonder what number that is. And <laughs> so I got in a little bit because I said like, it. I said it quite loudly, about 15 feet away from the wedding yeah. party. So I probably shouldn't have done that. I feel like when you can just tell when you say a city if there's gonna be weirdness. Yeah. In it. Like Salt Lake City, yeah. weirdos. Topeka, Kansas, weirdos. Here's the right? weird thing. Like, about, that just sounds weird. Here's the weird thing about Salt Lake City. It's literally only white people. Oh, I, I'm not, I can't, yeah, absolutely, I believe that. You I talk? haven't mentioned, like, to Katie, I mean, because we're from Cleveland. Cleveland's a very diverse city. You know what's funny? I actually forget how diverse Cleveland yeah. is. Like, we, yeah, you know, and the, it's the populations like, yeah. here, there's so much diversity yeah. and you, compared like, to, like, you, you, Salt Lake City. You literally don't notice it. It's just whatever, you know, eh, there's people of every... Mm-hmm. You don't know? I, I don't whatever. notice it. I don't think and about no it. And no problem with it. But then you get to it, and it's, like, noticeable. It's like, Katie, yeah. there is literally only white people. Well, and that explains, if you think about it, why... Those people probably, not those people in a bad way, but like, you know, if you live in a 99.9% white culture, yeah. that's why, you know, these people get so You don't have any out. knowledge of anything you else. Get, you know, they're like, oh my God, there's a black person. Like, because they don't, they don't, they, expe- they don't no, live they that. No, they live there. Like, you and I, we go to work, we, you know, it's just. You see everybody. Races, yeah, and we're open-minded, we're liberal, we're whatever, but you know, you could say whatever, but in the truth is, that's just life. That's right. life for us. For them, life is white that. people. And it's, it's so weird for me. I could never imagine. Can you imagine? 
So we go to. I, can't, I just. I'm. It's. I don't know. I hope I. People are like, uh, what was that weird sociology rant? But like, <laughs> I just. What I mean is like, I just can't. It was a very. It, it was noticeable to me. Yeah. I was like, this is like you guys are as white as this salty sea. It's a beautiful town though. I bet. But anyway, so we go to uh, Yosemite. We had a hotel in Yosemite because oh. there's literally no Airbnb. We want to do all the Airbnbs, but there's none in Yosemite. None. And so we go to this hotel, and our Airbnb was... I mean, I could, there was weird things about it, but... You know, dudes made, but it was on the counter. Yeah. So we get to this hotel, and I swear to God, we got there like 10 o'clock at night because it was a long drive. Yeah. This place looked like... Camp Crystal Lake murderous cabin. Really? And Ooh. so, but maybe that's just because I got there at night. It really oh, wasn't. Yeah. Like, it just, it had this weird vibe. Like, it's so, like in the day, yeah. fr- family friendly at night murderous. So, so we go to this, we go to our little cabin, and Katie, it's like two floors, and there's an entrance in the top and entrance mm-hmm. in the bottom. It's a real weird setup. And Katie's like, I just get this weird vibe. Because we get in and like random lights are on. Like, you would like, you think like if the, the living room light's on, or the bed, you know, it's like, okay, they leave the light, you know, mm-hmm. the maid before you come in. Here's the light on, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was like a closet light was on. And then oh. this bathroom over here, that light was oh. on. And then the closet door in the other room was just wide open. It was almost like someone was there, like, like, you know what? I don't want them to walk into a dark yeah. house. Let me and turn on a few lights. It's the closet light, the downstairs yeah. bathroom light. And so it was weird. I was like, it's just, but I didn't want to say, I was like, I told her, I was like, you're just thinking things. It's weird. Yeah, because if you buy so into then, it, then, it's, then you both yeah. are like, yeah. But so then the bedroom, it, it was like in the lower part. We go yeah. down there, there's nothing on the bed. No sheets, oh. no nothing. No it's just a mattress? It's just a fucking mattress. What is this, a Madonna music video? And so we're like, <laughs> what is going on? And so like, I'm pissed at this point because it's so late. I've been yeah. driving seven hours at this point. Well, what do you do? Do you just kind of... We went to the front okay. and we're like, is there... We're like, why is our bed not have sheets? She goes, there's no sheets on there? Like no, like and she goes, oh well, let me see if we have one of our suites available. Did she pull out a modesty scarf? I would shit no. my pants. <laughs> so she was, she was super nice. Yeah. Like, super nice. She goes, oh, she goes, she goes, was one of our patients. She said one of our cleaners effed one up. Of our, one of our eccentric. Patients. And she like yelled at her on the phone. It was great. Oh my and, god! And then gave her a haircut. <laughs> but then anyway, yeah, I listen to part one to get that. I'm so, sorry. So she was like, well, let me see if one of your suites is open. Oh, god. I was like, a all suite. right. Oh. We get the suite that Luke Bryan had stayed in. You're kidding. This place had a hot tub in the oh. bedroom, and then there was like a shout out. Sit. It was on. It had its own boat dock. Dude, you're I was kidding. Like, Damn. Now, dude, now I want none of my nice. sheets to be on my bed. So and then they gave us breakfast in the morning, and it was like fifty dollars a plate, and they're like. Here it is. Just take. They're it. like, you locked in, and we didn't have a sheet for you, so, so just it all worked. Take all out. these upgrades. Well, anything else on your vacations? There's plenty, but maybe we'll get into the next time. And then we'll do a more traditional episode next time. Okay. I'll sprinkle them And we'll in. sprinkle them in. Excellent. Well, from your favorite degenerates, Paul and Matt. Yeah. DJ Enerets. D- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a weird French laugh. Oh, oh, baguette. Oh, well, we'll see you next time fun. on Thoughts of the Roundtable with uh, me, Matt, and Paul. Have a good time. <laughs>